Welcome to this week's episode of Power Norm United States. This is episode 22, Michigan. Yes, and as you can see behind me, this is going to be the subject of today's um, cool. episode. So, I don't know, what does that look like to you, Ash? It's like the sun. A bit. At night. Yeah, sun at night. <laughs> So that is a particular light. You can see the the lens flare over there as well. So yeah. there, there is a bright light source. Um, and anybody that follows our page will see us talking about lens flares and whatnot all over social media. Um, so that is something called the Paulding Light. So the Paulding okay. Light is in Michigan in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan so this is something that I actually knew about before I started looking into Michigan and what cool. unusual stuff was happening there and this one's slightly different because it's been featured on like sightings and those kind of programs um, and it is during the, the the times I've seen it on the programs it's this remained this sort of enigma this mystery um, and as you'll see I'll go through and people have conducted some experiments to see what it is um, a bit like the Hesdalen lights, where it's been quite studied quite a lot. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, as you'll see, this is ever so slightly different to Hesdalen lights, but is essentially a light in Michigan that just appears. Very weird light. Um, it's not an easy place to find as well. It appears in one particular location. Um, you have to take a narrow road um, to a town called Paulding. It's a tiny speck of a town near Wisconsin. Um, you go down an unmarked road called Robbins Pond Road, um, and it's off the US 45 for those people that live in Michigan, um, which is now basically a gravel road um, beside a creeping forest, as you can see the forest on both sides. About half a mile down this road, um, it comes to a dead end, a guardrail overlooking a tree-filled valley um, where a former highway vanishes into the woods. Wow. It's a bit of a legend locally. Um, it was spread by word of mouth initially, later by TV shows, um, and as I say, sightings, paranormal shows have all, all investigated it. I'll tell you what has been there. It's um, the paranormal fake or fake or fact that paranormal yeah, yeah, yeah. so they've yeah. also done it as well which is where i've seen it as well um cool. a lot of people have tried to speculate as to what this this light is um ever since it was first seen um and a few years ago as i've come on to there has been some experiments done to try and find out what it is so the first recorded sighting of this particular light was in 1966 uh, when a group of high school boys reported the site to um, a local sheriff. Uh, the official legend says that the light comes from a swaying lantern held by the ghost of a railway road brakeman who died when he was crushed as he tried to stop an oncoming train from hitting rail cars stalled on the tracks. Wow. Uh, th this was a logging country or logging sort of state, an area for more... Um, over a hundred years and local residents say that there are a number of railroads that ran through the forest and are now buried in the underbush some believe it's the light of a train 
um, which is now itself a ghost. Some claims it's the distraught spirit of a grandparent looking for a lost grandchild with a lantern that needs constant relighting and the reason why the light seems to come and go uh, a bit like the hostile and lights they sort of appear and they, they disappear so it's quite low down and but yeah what yep, what quite... people say it could be it's quite low down yeah it's quite low down it appears at night um which is slightly different to hostile and lights which appear in the day as well but this particular phenomena um just appears at night which as you'll come on as i come on to it you'll see why that might be um Others have speculated that it's swamp gas, as you can imagine. That's a typical um, UFO kind of uh, explanation for stuff. I didn't even know swamp gas was a thing, to be fair. Um, or something related to the northern lights. That was another option. But as you can see, that's a bit bright for a northern light. Hmm. Um, some people also suggest it's something ex extraterrestrial, which it may be. All along, though, doubters have noted that the light looks rather similar to an automobile headlight at a distance. And their location just happened to coincide with a, a, a line of sight to a highway. Plus, reports of the light began pretty much about the time that the highway was constructed. So make okay. it that way you will. Through all the debate, though, curious visitors have flocked to this remote town, turning a hidden, abandoned gravel road into one of the state's most popular tourist spots, um, somebody said um, that they've seen about 50 cars there both sides of the road and all the way back down the road um, they get a million people that come looking for directions because they're lost into this local little shop as well uh, I bet some, they love it yeah I bet they do you just think they've probably got merchandise like the little alien and stuff like that uh, it got so popular that the US Forest Service felt compelled to erect a big sign in the middle of the woods at the end of the road noting that it's a place to see the famous pulled in light it also suggests not to litter so um, if you google it you'll see this big sign in the middle of the woods that says you can see the pulled in light it's quite creepy like yeah. obviously dark road mm. trees and like I said like an old highway that just disappears that must be pretty pretty creepy to, to Definitely. walk along and I think that's what lends itself more to this legend as well. Um, it's also become a bit of a party spot. And as a teenager, this guy and his friends would grab beers, hang out with everyone else there watching for the light. So as you see, it's quite a popular thing to do. Um, in a very small, very rural town with few entertainment options, going to see the boarding light was a big social event. Um, take the ladies up there for a date. Um, and though this gentleman has seen it countless times over the years it still holds a sense of mystery he says i know from when i've been out there it's weird when you see it because every night it'll be dim and then it'll come um, i've seen it where it looks like it's been in the ditch right next to your car and i wish i knew what it was so people's experiences of their viewings of this seem to slightly differ and um, the challenge you have is that eyewitness testimony is pretty pretty unreliable at the best of times and people see stuff they remember the last time they saw it and they can easily get swayed with um sort of almost like a mass hysteria to hype it up a little bit i think in this this the, the romance of it exactly exactly and why wouldn't you make it a bit more sort of sex it up as they 
Especially like if it's this little raw tower where nothing happens. They've got something that happens, so yeah. why not yeah. build it up? Yeah, yeah, and I think that's where this legend has come from. Um, mm. That it's this, and all these different stories of highway railroad workers and grandparents looking for grandchildren, that kind of thing. Um, but in 2010, um, this gentleman um, was also an uh, electrical engineering graduate student at Michigan Tech. Um, and he was trying to find a project to engage members of the Society of Photo-Optical Instrumentation Engineers. Easy for you to say. Mm. A club for those who study optics. Uh, the idea of solving the riddle of the infamous Polding Light was more exciting than the usual sort of club offerings. And about a dozen students joined him on the road trip to Polding. Uh, when you tell them about how it's a spooky ghost story, it got people really wanting to get involved. Um, and this guy is now an engineering professor at the same school that he studied at as well. And it is, and I think it's one of those things a bit like Area 51, that's their local kind of, puts them on the map. Um, so they brought a spectrograph and a telescope to the dead end road, sent each other driving down the new highway while blinking their lights in a prearranged pattern and recorded the results. Every time the light appeared, one look through the telescope showed what sure looked like the headlights of an oncoming car which could be seen clearly through the telescope sometimes with a distinct outline of the car coming down the road which is about that's that light is about eight miles away from this gravel bit of road um so the group even shot a video through the telescope so others could see it and posted it online the flickering they said was caused when cars went over a hill mystery solved they announced um, but not everybody agreed, and to this day, um, Boz still gets flack from people who refuse to give up their belief in the supernatural origin of the light. Some people say the light they've seen in the woods is too bright to be headlights. And to be fair, if that's eight miles away, that's quite a bright car light. Yeah, eight miles is quite far. Yeah, yeah. Some say it moves in ways no car can, and some he's found don't have a particular objection. They just want to keep believing. Uh, it's the same of anything he said there's a scientific evidence to disprove all sorts of things and people still choose to believe more fantastical maybe because they view science as taking away the mystery of things and they want to hold on to something of that mystery which yeah but as I say mm. looking at it and the bits that I've seen on TV it doesn't quite tally up I'll be honest I'm on the fence with it I've watched fact or fiction the paranormal thing where they try and replicate stuff i wasn't convinced by their sort of offering and their explanation although yeah it does look very similar um, i know they've done similar things at Hastalan with the lights as well and never been able to accurately replicate what is being seen um so even before the experiment was done people from the area heard what the students were aiming to do and some locals came by and angrily told the group this was a waste of government money though in reality it was self-funded by the optics club so the government wasn't involved but people were quite annoyed that that was happening um one woman kept always blame the government that's fine yeah, yeah government to blame for everything yeah and then i suppose if you come up with a reasonable explanation for something they go well it's because you do disinformation we don't want you don't want the, the real truth out there um so one woman kept bringing her photo albums featuring pictures she had taken of the light over the years to show them proof that it's real. Others acknowledged that yes, 
those were headlights in the lens of the telescope, but insisted that that wasn't the actual Paulding light. Um, a lady called Linda Schultz said, long before roads were even involved, the light is in some form of history that is in this area. Even the Native American history, they talk about the light, and this was long before there were any roads. Schultz is also the owner of the Running Bear Resort in Paulding, which offers six small cabins with beds, a heater and a kitchen that she rents out to hunters, fishermen, snowmobilers and seekers of the supernatural. Um, each cabin has a ledger and each is filled with stories from guests describing their encounter with the Paulding light. People want to debunk the mystery and say it's headlights, she said. You might be able to come and see them from a distance, but when the real mystery light shows up, it's a light of its own. So, again, it's one of those ones that kind of science sort of says, well, yeah, it is, it is headlights, and people can see headlights. But then other people say, well, that's not actually the real light. Yeah, yeah, it's an interesting one. Like, say, I mean, eight miles is pretty far, like you say, but as long as if it's... A straight line if nothing else about and it's yeah. totally dark like there's no other light pollution and the light yeah would travel but that does look very bright eight miles is a long way eight miles mm. is a long way that's sort of almost near to the horizon in that eight miles sort of from eye line i don't know mm. but yeah Scops. And that is the mystery of the Paulding light, or maybe not a mystery, but it's definitely um, a strange local happening in the town of Paulding. <laughs>